Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is the new tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. Well, did you watch the prince and his master crash the royal family while being interviewed by the billionaire victim? Ah, me either. Hey, we just remember the sad fate of Lady Diana. I hope that couple hired good personal security. Hey, is Netflix bothering you to get your own account and stop using someone else's password? This episode is a little light as I must work this weekend at my job, which pays the bills. Do you or your organization use Microsoft Exchange? Hack. Good luck with that. Maybe it's time to use Google Spaces instead, or a Linux solution. First up, I got some corrections. When ranting about vaccines on last week's episode, I claimed that the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines used RNA as a delivery system. Well, the correct term is mRNA. Hey, it's not like I have access to the internet and I could just look that term up. Sheesh. Tech news. Apple is getting rid of the iMac Pro line. This according to the MotleyFool.com. If you go to Apple's website, there's a while supplies last tagline visible, which most likely signals the model's discontinuance. I used to lust after this model because of its space gray color and the raw processing power the machine wielded. And until the release of the Mac Pro, it was the most powerful computer Apple made. Over the years since the iMac Pro was released, the plain vanilla iMac nearly caught up in power and was more bang for the buck versus the Pro model. That space gray color was still lustworthy, though. With the leak of the redesigned iMac and the colors it will be available in, space gray will now be an option for a non-Pro version. To me, this is further proof that the iMac Pro will be no more. Also, the original HomePod is now discontinued. And there goes my dream of using them for my home entertainment system. Darn. The YouTube channel Front Page Tech is reporting that Apple is going to have an event on March 23rd. AirTags, Apple TV, iPad Pro, AirPods, and maybe a peek at the redesigned iMac or what the channel believes will be shown. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Next, from the venerable CNET.com, MWC will take place in person in Barcelona, but Ericsson won't be there is the headline. If you don't know, MWC stands for Mobile World Congress, 
The yearly event used to be the high point of the mobile phone and tablet industry's year. I remember looking forward to catching the news from the conference. Nokia and HTC would battle for dominance with their new releases, and even conservative BlackBerry would have a presence. If my old fart memory hasn't failed me, Samsung announced its first Galaxy phone there at MWC. Over the years, most major brands decided to host their own events, copying Apple, which took a lot of steam out of the conference, especially with Nokia, HTC, and BlackBerry virtually disappearing from the market. Many Chinese brands over the years have rushed in to take their place. Huawei, Xiaomi, Oppo, and others still make major announcements during MWC. Last year, the conference was forced to cancel because all the major players had pulled out except, ironically, the Chinese brands, because of the looming COVID-19 pandemic. This was, to me, one of the first signs that things were going to get serious. The other was the supervisors at my government job telling me not to worry about COVID-19. That's when I knew for sure something bad was going down. Despite measures to combat being a so-called super-spreader event, like moving the conference this year from March to June, COVID-19 testing before and during the event, touchless badges for entering and more, Ericsson was the first to pull out of this year's conference, with Sony, Nokia, and Facebook also bailing. Will more major players follow suit? Time will tell. As the old saying goes, Sin Loi, Huawei. Seems the current administration is further tightening export limitations of tech able to be sold to the CCP cutout company. This according to Bloomberg.com. I must give credit where credit is due. Not only is the Biden administration tightening license restrictions of 5G supplies, but it's also going ahead with a Trump proposal to protect our high-tech industries. Where did it all go wrong, great leader Xi? 9to5Mac is showing leaked pictures of the redesigned AirPods 3. They look like the pros, but do not feature in-ear tips, as far as I can tell. So I guess I was wrong about the current AirPods design sticking around. The original AirPods would not fit in my ears, especially my left ear. The pros with their in-ear tips solved that problem for me. Tech I'm using. I have a Series 6 Apple Watch with cellular service, and I like it a lot, but I really don't have a use case for the cellular part. I know if I do drop that cellular service, some event will happen which will make me regret not having it. But I don't know if I will include cellular service in future purchases of Apple Watches. A gadget that I have my eye on is the basic ring wired doorbell. It's priced at $59 compared to the close to $200 of the next model up, and it's smaller to boot. I used to have a Chinese knockoff smart doorbell, but that huge monstrosity broke, and a replacement model is currently and probably permanently unavailable. The only bad thing I see about the ring and reviews of it is that it blows the doorbell wiring transformers. Well, I'll have to decide whether to take that gambler or not soon. Entertainment news. Last episode, I talked about my switch to AT&T TV from Hulu Live TV. I get HBO Max free for a year, but I thought I missed out on stars being included in the price. Turns out I was wrong. 
Stars Network secondary channels are included and can be watched live, and the main Stars channel is on demand only, which suits me fine. I hardly ever watch live television these days, unless it's a sporting event. So, so far, so good. And speaking of sports and their networks, the Yes Network I Switch TV providers over has just released an app for mobile devices and Apple TV. At first, I thought the app would be able to stream Yankee games without the need for a TV provider login. This would make sense because all the major streaming providers have dropped the Yes Network except AT&T, which, of course, as I said, I've just switched to. If that was true, I would have just wasted my time and money on making this switch. Well, I downloaded the app, and you still need a television provider to be able to watch content on the Yes app. The provider list is outdated, though. I had to sign in using the DirecTV Now login, which hasn't been around for years. The link bounced me to the AT&T TV page, and everything went fine from there. The Apple TV app doesn't even have the option for DirecTV Now, only DirecTV, which wouldn't let me log in. So this renders the app useless. Last episode, I also talked about Paramount Plus and the service's 30-day free trial. So far, I'm trying to cram in all three seasons of Star Trek Discovery, which is better than I expected. And then I'll check out Picard and see how that series is later on. Also, I started watching The Stand based on the Stephen King novel, and it's starting a little slow, but it seems to be pretty good. Finally, my wife and I watched the highly anticipated, at least for us, Coming to America Part 2. My wife loved it, but I found it not quite as good as the original. It just wasn't as funny as the first one. Perhaps because these days, some of the gags could be considered unsuitable, if you know what I mean. These times we're living in will probably go down as the most humorless in our history. Just my opinion. Podcast News According to podnews.net, Apple Podcasts won't let you subscribe to a podcast, at least for now. Instead of subscribing to a show, you can now follow a show. Spotify and others already do this, and it appears to me this is just laying the groundwork for Apple to offer podcasting as a service. You'll pay a monthly fee to be able to subscribe to certain shows with Apple taking their usual pound of flesh, leaving the creator with crumbs. I know last week I said I was thinking of putting this show on Anchor, but Anchor doesn't use the podcast index, so I'm staying put with my present host, Captivate, as they do use that podcast index. It was all part of the Podcasting 2.0 project initiated by the podfather himself, Adam Curry. He started the project after the deplatforming of several shows that didn't comply to the new groupthink standards. The first part of the project completed was the Podcast Index, which will be provided free to all hosts and podcast listening apps to use. No podcast will be deleted from the index, no matter the content. Many of the smaller hosting services which cater to independent podcasters have adopted it, including Captivate, the one I use. Some major podcast apps have adopted it, but Overcast, which was my go-to app, didn't. Two free apps for iOS that I'm testing that use it are Hypercatcher, which also lets you subscribe, or is it follow now, to newsletters. The other is Playapod. Both are highly polished, and I recommend them. 
To my surprise, the public radio-owned Pocket Cast, which is up for sale, seems to be using the Podcast Index also. How do I know, you ask? Well, here's a little test. You search for Alex Jones or Podcasting 2.0 in your favorite podcast listening app and see what happens. If InfoWars and the Alex Jones podcast or Podcasting 2.0 come up, the app is using the Podcast Index. PocketCast was one of the best podcast listening apps, but recently the public radio cabal that owns it seems to have lost interest in it and are losing money on it. The cabal is looking for a buyer as I record this. I guess someone over there decided to use the podcast index, and that's a great thing. I'd have a backup if I was using this app, though. This could change at any moment. The rest of the news in the podcast world centered upon more companies buying other companies as the great consolidation continues to march forward. Another hot topic was the Podcast Academy's Ambi Awards nomination list. Some folks say up to 6% of the nominees are independent, but I can only find and verify that one show is actually independent. To submit a show for a nomination, you had to fork over $100 per category. And from reading some of the judges' comments, many independent podcasts did just that. I wonder how they're feeling now, realizing they had no chance and could have just flushed the entry fees down the toilet and had the same result. I think a drastic reduction of membership in the Podcast Academy is coming as the independent podcasters who bought the company line about joining it come to the decision that fees could be used better elsewhere. There really is a need for an organization dedicated to the independent podcaster and their shows. Time for a rant. This one gets a little touchy, so if you don't want to get your feelings hurt, well, some people out there... Uh, just don't listen to this part. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have. It's the attack on males. At first, it seemed just white males were under attack. You can see this on television commercials where white males were portrayed as goofy and ignorant compared to females. Tweets by mostly white progressive type females always seem to slip in some derogatory comment about white males, and they still do. Now it seems all males, regardless of ethnicity, are under attack. The same tactics used against the white males are being employed against males of all types. Yes, you can see this starting in television ads. The only difference is that they use a broad brush on non-Caucasian males, lest the attackers be accused of being racist or some other ist. I'm left to ponder what the end game is here. Do they want men to become women and start acting like them? Already in our society, you can see this happening. Young men get upset at things that in my day would be cause for derision. I'm not defending this, but if the perpetrators of this agenda accomplish this goal, who'll be left to do the heavy hitting and the heavy lifting? And I'm not referring to the physical realm. Women are very capable, but to these feminist chagrin, biology plays a part. That's why this type is busy attempting to rewrite science. So, let us really celebrate diversity and let boys be boys and girls be girls. It was designed that way, not taught as these feminist types would like you to believe. Episode 70, The Big 7-0 is in the can. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you and I hope you found it worthwhile. 
You can contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. Tell me what you like and dislike. I'd love hearing from you. Be safe. See you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. So keep those masks on for a little while longer and get off my lawn. I'm out. I'll see you guys next week. I might be a little late because I'm working. So take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.